This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What's the Bible really all about? How do all the different pieces fit together? Looking for an easy resource to answer your questions? Discover the timeless story of the whole Bible for yourself with the 30-minute Bible. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Jeremiah chapter 9, beginning at verse 17, through Jeremiah chapter 11. Jeremiah chapter 9, beginning at verse 17. The Lord of Heaven's armies told me to say to this people, Take note of what I say. Call for the woman who mourned for the dead. Summon those who are the most skilled at it. I said, Indeed, let them come quickly and sing a song of mourning for us. Let them wail loudly until tears stream from our own eyes and our eyelids overflow with water. For the sound of wailing is soon to be heard in Zion. We are utterly ruined. We are completely disgraced. For we have left our land, for our houses have been torn down. I said, So now, you wailing women, listen to the Lord's message. Open your ears to the message from his mouth. Teach your daughters this mournful song. And let every woman teach her neighbor this lament. Death has climbed in through our windows. It has entered into our fortified houses. It has taken away our children who play in the streets. It has taken away our young men who gather in the city squares. Tell your daughters and neighbors, the Lord says, the dead bodies of people will lie scattered everywhere, like manure scattered on the field. They will lie scattered on the ground, like grain that has been cut down, but has not been gathered. The Lord says, wise people should not boast that they are wise. Powerful people should not boast that they are powerful. Rich people should not boast that they are rich. If people want to boast, they should boast about this. They should boast that they understand and know me. They should boast that they know and understand that I, the Lord, act out of faithfulness, fairness, and justice in the earth, and that I desire people to do these things, says the Lord. The Lord says, watch out. The time is soon coming when I will punish all those who are circumcised only in the flesh. That is, I will punish the Egyptians, the Judeans, the Edomites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, and all the desert people who cut their hair short at the temples. I will do so because none of the people of those nations are really circumcised in the Lord's sight. Moreover, none of the people of Israel are circumcised when it comes to their hearts. Jeremiah chapter 10. The Lord, not idols, is the only worthy object of worship. 
You people of Israel, listen to what the Lord has to say to you. The Lord says, do not start following pagan religious practices. Do not be in awe of signs that occur in the sky, even though the nations hold them in awe. For the religion of these people is worthless. They cut down a tree in the forest and a craftsman makes it into an idol with his tools. He decorates it with overlays of silver and gold. He uses hammer and nails to fasten it together so that it will not fall over. Such idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field. They cannot talk. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not be afraid of them because they cannot hurt you and they do not have any power to help you. I said, there is no one like you, Lord. You are great and you are renowned for your power. Everyone should revere you, O King of all nations, because you deserve to be revered. For there is no one like you among any of the wise people of the nations, nor among any of their kings. The people of those nations are both stupid and foolish. Instruction from a wooden idol is worthless. Hammered out silver is brought from Tarshish, and gold is brought from Ufaz to cover those idols. They are the handiwork of carpenters and goldsmiths. They are clothed in blue and purple clothes. They are all made by skillful workers. The Lord is the only true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. When he shows his anger, the earth shakes. None of the nations can stand up to his fury. You people of Israel should tell those nations this. These gods did not make heaven and earth. They will disappear from the earth and from under the heavens. The Lord is the one who by his power made the earth. He is the one who by his wisdom established the world. And by his understanding, he spread out the skies. When his voice thunders, the heavenly ocean roars. He makes the clouds rise from the far off horizons. He makes the lightning flash out in the midst of the rain. He unleashes the wind from the places where he stores it. All these idolaters will prove to be stupid and ignorant. Every goldsmith will be disgraced by the idol he made. For the image he forges is merely a sham. There is no breath in any of those idols. They are worthless mere objects to be mocked. When the time comes to punish them, they will be destroyed. The Lord, who is the inheritance of Jacob's descendants, is not like them. He is the one who created everything, and the people of Israel are those he claims as his own. His name is the Lord of heaven's armies. Jeremiah laments for and prays for the people soon to be judged. Gather your belongings together and prepare to leave the land, you people of Jerusalem who are being besieged. For the Lord says, I will now throw out those who live in this land. I will bring so much trouble on them that they will actually feel it. And I cried out, we are doomed. Our wound is severe. We once thought this is only an illness and we will be able to bear it. But our tents have been destroyed. The ropes that held them in place have been ripped apart. Our children are gone and not coming back. There is no survivor to put our tents back up. No one left to hang their tent curtains in place. For our leaders are stupid. They have not sought the Lord's advice. So they do not act wisely. And the people they are responsible for have all been scattered. Listen. News is coming even now. The rumble of a great army is heard approaching from our land in the north. It is coming to turn the towns of Judah into rubble, places where only jackals live. Lord, we know that people do not control their own destiny. It is not in their power to determine what will happen to them. Correct us, Lord, but only in due measure. Do not punish us in anger, or you will reduce us to nothing. Vent your anger on the nations that do not acknowledge you. Vent it on the peoples who do not worship you. For they have destroyed the people of Jacob. They have completely destroyed them and left their homeland in utter ruin. Jeremiah chapter 11. The people have violated their covenant with God. The Lord said to Jeremiah, Hear the terms of the covenant I made with Israel and pass them on to the people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem. Tell them that the Lord, the God of Israel, says, 
Anyone who does not keep the terms of the covenant will be under a curse. Those are the terms that I charge your ancestors to keep when I brought them out of Egypt, that place that was like an iron smelting furnace. I said at that time, obey me and carry out the terms of the covenant exactly as I commanded you. If you do, you will be my people and I will be your God. Then I will keep the promise I swore on oath to your ancestors to give them a land flowing with milk and honey. That is the very land that you still live in today. And I responded, Amen. Let it be so, Lord. The Lord said to me, Announce all the following words in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Listen to the terms of my covenant with you and carry them out. For I solemnly warned your ancestors to obey me. I warned them again and again ever since I delivered them out of Egypt until this very day. But they did not listen to me or pay any attention to me. Each one of them followed the stubborn inclinations of his own wicked heart. So I brought on them all the punishments threatened in the covenant because they did not carry out its terms as I commanded them to do. The Lord said to me, The people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem have plotted rebellion against me. They have gone back to the evil ways of their ancestors of old, who refused to obey what I told them. They, too, have paid allegiance to other gods and worshipped them. Both the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah have violated the covenant I made with their ancestors. So I, the Lord, say this, I will soon bring disaster on them that they will not be able to escape. When they cry out to me for help, I will not listen to them. Then those living in the towns of Judah and in Jerusalem will go and cry out for help to the gods to whom they have been sacrificing. However, those gods will by no means be able to save them when disaster strikes them. This is in spite of the fact that the people of Judah have as many gods as they have towns, and the citizens of Jerusalem have set up as many altars to sacrifice to that disgusting god Baal as they have streets in the city. But as for you, Jeremiah, do not pray for these people. Do not raise a cry of prayer for them. For I will not listen to them when they call out to me for help when disaster strikes them. The Lord says to the people of Judah, What right do you have to be in my temple, my beloved people? Many of you have done wicked things. Can your acts of treachery be so easily canceled by sacred offerings that you take joy in doing evil even while you make them? I, the Lord, once called you a thriving olive tree, one that produced beautiful fruit. But I will set you on fire, fire that will blaze with a mighty roar. Then all your branches will be good for nothing. For though I, the Lord of heaven's armies, planted you in the land, I now decree that disaster will come on you because the nations of Israel and Judah have done evil and have made me angry by offering sacrifices to the god Baal. A plot against Jeremiah is revealed and he complains of injustice. The Lord gave me knowledge that I might have understanding. Then he showed me what the people were doing. Before this, I had been like a docile lamb ready to be led to the slaughter. I did not know they were making plans to kill me. I did not know they were saying, Let's destroy the tree along with its fruit. Let's remove Jeremiah from the world of the living so people will not even be reminded of him anymore. So I said, O Lord of heaven's armies, you are a just judge. You examine people's hearts and minds. I want to see you pay them back for what they have done because I trust you to vindicate my cause. Then the Lord told me about some men from Anathoth who were threatening to kill me. They had threatened, stop prophesying in the name of the Lord or we will kill you. So the Lord of Heaven's army said, I will surely punish them. Their young men will be killed in battle. Their sons and daughters will die of starvation. Not one of them will survive. I will bring disaster on those men from Anathoth who threatened you. A day of reckoning is coming for them. Jeremiah chapter 35 verses 1 through 19. Jeremiah chapter 35 beginning at verse 1. Judah's unfaithfulness contrasted with the Rechabites' faithfulness. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah when Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was ruling over Judah. 
go to the Rechabite community, invite them to come into one of the side rooms of the Lord's temple and offer them some wine to drink. So I went and got Jazaniah, son of Jeremiah, the grandson of Habazaniah, his brothers, all his sons, and all the rest of the Rechabite community. I took them to the Lord's temple. I took them into the room where the disciples of the prophet Hanan, son of Igdaliah, stayed. That room was next to the one where their temple officers stayed and above the room where Messiah, son of Shalom, one of the doorkeepers of the temple stayed. Then I set cups and pitchers full of wine in front of the members of the Rechabite community and said to them, have some wine. But they answered, we do not drink wine because our ancestor, Jonadab, son of Rechab, commanded us not to. He told us, you and your children must never drink wine. Do not build houses. Do not plant crops. Do not plant a vineyard or own one. Live in tents all your lives. If you do these things, you will live a long time in the land that you wander about on. We and our wives and our sons and daughters have obeyed everything our ancestor Jonadab, son of Rechab, commanded us. We have never drunk wine. We have not built any houses to live in. We do not own any vineyards, fields, or crops. We have lived in tents. We have obeyed our ancestor Jonadab and done exactly as he commanded us. But when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon invaded the land, we said, let's get up and go to Jerusalem to get away from the Babylonian and Aramean army. That is why we are staying here in Jerusalem. Then the Lord's message came to Jeremiah, the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, told him, go and speak to the people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem. Tell them, I, the Lord say, you must learn a lesson from this about obeying what I say. Jonadab, son of Rechab, ordered his descendants not to drink wine. His orders have been carried out. To this day, his descendants have drunk no wine because they have obeyed what their ancestor commanded them. But I have spoken to you over and over again, but you have not obeyed me. I sent all my servants, the prophets, to warn you over and over again. They said, every one of you, stop doing the evil things you have been doing and do what is right. Do not pay allegiance to other gods and worship them. Then you can continue to live in this land that I gave to you and your ancestors, but you did not pay any attention or listen to me. Yes, the descendants of Jonadab, son of Rechab, have carried out the orders that their ancestor gave them, but you people have not obeyed me. So I, the Lord God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, say, I will soon bring on Judah and all the citizens of Jerusalem all the disaster that I threatened to bring on them. I will do this because I spoke to them, but they did not listen. I called out to them, but they did not answer. Then Jeremiah spoke to the Rechabite community. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, you have obeyed the orders of your ancestor Jonadab. You have followed all his instructions. You have done exactly as he commanded you. So the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, Jonadab, son of Rechab, will never lack a male descendant to serve me. New Testament reading, Acts chapter 3, verses 12 through 26. When Peter saw this, he declared to the people, Men of Israel, why are you amazed at this? Why do you stare at us as if we had made this man walk by our own power or piety? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our forefathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected in the presence of Pilate after he decided to release him. But you rejected the holy and righteous one and asked that a man who was a murderer be released to you. You killed the originator of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this fact, we are witnesses. And on the basis of faith in Jesus' name, his very name has made this man, whom you see and know, strong. The faith that is through Jesus has given him this complete health in the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know you acted in ignorance as your rulers did too. 
but the things God foretold long ago through all the prophets that his Christ would suffer, he has fulfilled in this way. Therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and so that he may send the Messiah appointed for you, that is, Jesus. This one heaven must receive until the time all things are restored, which God declared from times long ago through his holy prophets. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. You must obey him in everything he tells you. Every person who does not obey that prophet will be destroyed and thus removed from the people. And all the prophets from Samuel and those who followed him have spoken about and announced these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your ancestors, saying to Abraham, and in your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. God raised up his servant and sent him first to you to bless you by turning each one of you from your iniquities. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. O Lord of heaven's armies, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you, O God, for the testimony of not only Jeremiah, O God, but the prophets that you have sent before, that you sent long before, that were pointing forward to our high priest, our great prophet and king, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God, I thank you for just the threads within this reading, O God, against idol worship and the worthlessness of idols who have to be made and carved out with wood and who can fall over as a, in contrast to worshiping you, the sovereign Lord, creator of heaven and earth, the one who created the world by the power of your speech, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, for your grace. Thank you for your love, O oh God. Thank you for your continual patience toward us and your continual warnings and exhortations against idols, against idol worship, O oh God. Would you Help us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Help us to search our hearts. Convict us where we have erected idols in our own hearts, O God. Idols, O Lord God, of mammon, idols of greed, idols of attention and pride and boasting in riches and boasting in popularity and boasting, making our boast in everything but you. Help us, O God, to make you our boast, O God. To boast in, in not what we have, and not what we've been given, but boasting in the Lord every day. Lord, would you help us, oh God, to be a people marked by obedience? Oh God, obedience is so serious. It is so, it is so important to you, oh God. And we know that we can't do it by our own strength, oh God, but we can do this by the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, who makes us more and more like Christ, oh God, through the beautiful power of sanctification. So would you help us to obey you? Would you help us to trust in you, oh God? Because we know that it's a lack of trust that leads us to disobedience, oh God. Part of what leads us to disobedience is that lack of trust. So would you help us to trust in you, you always, oh Lord, knowing that we can depend on you. God, and I thank you that there is no sin that's too great for you to forgive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. I thank you that even here in Acts, we see Peter, who has been restored now, who is recounting Jesus's crucifixion and calling those who had him crucified, who were accusing him and plotting the religious leaders who were looking, who were determined to crucify Jesus. I think that he's even calling them and extending out the gracious invitation for salvation so that they might live and dwell with you in eternity. God, thank you. Thank you, God. I pray that this will be a, a reminder 
to those, oh God, who are listening or who feel like they are just too far from redemption or they feel like they're too far, just not worthy of you to come near, to come by and see about them, for you to reach down and touch them, oh God, I thank you, oh God, oh God, that nobody is beyond your redemption, oh God, and that it is your pleasure and your desire that nobody would perish, oh God. So I just pray that you, oh God, would save, heal, and deliver all those, oh God, who are in need of salvation that is only found in Jesus Christ, our risen Savior. God, would you save, heal, and deliver? Be glorified, O God. Help us, O God, to continue to shine our lights, O God, and live lives, O God, that are congruent and make this gospel even more attractive than it already is, O God. I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone can discover the timeless story of the Bible in just 30 minutes a day for 30 days. In the 30-Minute Bible, experienced Bible teachers Craig Bartholomew and Paige Vanoski present the story of Scripture in 30 short readings, each designed to take about half an hour. Each reading includes a passage from the Bible and a short chapter explaining how the passage fits into the Bible's wider narrative. Written in straightforward and clear language, the readings are accompanied by engaging visual illustrations. Discover the timeless story of the whole Bible for yourself with the 30-Minute Bible. Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THEWORD. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, If there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so